0: We could be making a big money summer transfer into your bank account. £5,000 cash. The Clyde One Super Scoreboard 5 Grand Fan with Ladbrokes.com. Please gamble responsibly.
1: Good evening and welcome to Clyde One Super Scoreboard's Five Grand Fan. It's Champions League night at Celtic Park as Brendan Rodgers' side take on Rosenberg. Dave King says Rangers will run Celtic a lot closer this season as they fly out to Croatia to take on Osijek. And we hear from Neil Lennon and Derek McInnes ahead of their Europa League ties tomorrow night. I am Ronnie Charters tonight joined by Derek Johnston. Derek. How are you, son? Very well What's yourself. Saying? No, I'm very well. A big week ahead for European football for the Scottish teams?
2: Very much so. And it's important, you know, with this co- uh, coefficient. 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 Well, that's a hard word to say, it this not You know, the, our teams do get through it, and, and, you know, and get that distance because eventually we're obviously wanting two teams to get in that Champions League to do that we're going to have to accumulate more points in these games so all the best to all the Scottish teams
1: The five grand fan will be on very soon we will have the first of our two semi-finals coming up very shortly but there is only one place to start Champions League night at Celtic Park our man Andrew McLean is there for us it's Celtic versus Rosenberg and what
3: a night it is here at Celtic Park the sun streaming into the stands and what looks like a perfect night for a game of football feeling a deja vu here as well with this being the second year in a row that Celtic have faced Rosenberg in the Champions League qualifiers not only that but last year Celtic were lacking in the centre-back department and the striking department as they managed to scrape through 1-0 against the Norwegian champions and they're in the same predicament tonight Boyata, Simunovic Comper, and Lustig all out of this tie so it looks as if Brendan Rodgers will be switching to a back four tonight. As well as that, Moussa Dembele and Lee Griffiths aren't fit enough to feature, so the goal-scoring pressure will be on. and Edward, who we're led to believe isn't at peak fitness either. Rosenberg have their own problems, though. Manager Cary Ingebrigston, he was sacked last week ahead of this tie. Despite a successful spell in charge, a decision that's angered some of the Rosenberg players... My interim boss Renny insists they're raring to go for tonight's first leg despite just scraping through against Valor Reykjavik in the last round. A.K. Athens await the winner of this tie in the in the third qualifying round sorry but the European adventure isn't over for the losers they'll drop into the Europa League qualifiers and take on Cork City I'll be with you shortly to give you the team news as soon as I get it
1: Thank you to Andrew McLean well let's hear from Brendan Rogers, shall we the Hoops boss says his players will need patience and speed to overcome Rosenberg at Celtic Park tonight a 1-0 aggregate win last season saw Celtic beat the Norwegian champions and Rogers says Rosenberg haven't changed too much since their meeting last season but is surprised that they did sack their man- Manager.
4: Well, I've only seen a little bit. of it. Um, <clears throat> Obviously, the the manager previously was had great success there, and of course, sounds like he'd built up a real uh, bond with the players. So, of course, for them to qualify and then for uh, for this round, and then for him to lose his job was obviously a surprise. Uh, and I think obviously the the support of the players and the actual supporters showed that. Um, maybe weren't so happy with the decision. However, the club have made the decision and uh, the players and the new coach, you know, you have to, they have to move on with it. So uh, it can either work one or two ways. It can either galvanise the team uh, or it can have a negative effect. So, um, but we'll see our concentration is very much on ourselves to, for us to do our own job and and we'll look to do that over the two legs. You just have to take whatever way the, the draw comes. We've done it either or over the last couple of seasons and, and we're able to qualify, so uh, we've got a bit of experience now at this time. It doesn't make it any easier, but it certainly allows you to, to play with that calmness and, and, like I say, it's important, the, the first leg, to get a good result and take it into the uh, into next week. Well, They play very much the same style and unless there's a drastic change with the new coach coming in, we would expect them to be the same. You know, defensively, they're very compact, well organised. Keep their lines tight together. Don't give away a lot of space. Uh, so you have to be patient in your game, but also play with a good speed in order to move them. And with the ball, they are very clear in how they play. You know, it's four-three-three where they hold a holding midfield player and two what we would call number eight midfield players in advance, getting forward, play with good width in the game and. Uh, yeah, and we're a talented team. So, uh, so yeah, over the two games, it's a, it's always going to be a test for us. Um, but we're a good team as well. And we'll look forward to whatever challenge we have in this phase of the Champions League and, uh, and look to hopefully maximise that, especially at, uh, starting tomorrow at home. Derek, the injuries have been far <sighs> yeah. and
1: few for Celtic, but... What's your thoughts ahead of this one? How do you see this one going tonight? Well,
2: it's amazing the amount of, you know, the people that would have played, you would have thought would have started the game if they were fit. But, uh, you know, they've got a game on their hands because, you know, I thought the Norwegians might have been a wee bit clever. Okay, the sector manager, probably the wrong time to do that, but we don't know the ins and outs of it. But it's not it's not unusual to see players actually getting involved in that. Yeah. Normally, if a manager goes, you maybe you've got one person saying, no, oh, it's a shame, but we'll, we'll carry on a lot of them went to the chairman and went, listen, you know, we like to manager. What's happening? So if he was clever and said, look, if we can get through this round, if we beat Celtic and we get to the, the group stages, of the Champions League, I'll think I'm bringing them back. Give them something to come to Celtic, part for. You know, a bit of confidence, something to play for. But he didn't, he just said, no, he's not coming, he's gone. So I think Brendan's right. It all depends on the the attitude of these Norwegian players. But listen, it doesn't matter who the manager is now. They want to go through to play the big boys. So it's a very, very important game for them. The great thing for the majority of these Norwegian players is they came to Celtic Park last season and got a nil-nil. You know, if, if you were to offer them that before the game, they would grab it. You know, Brendan Rogers needs some sort of lead. If he's got a, keeps a clean sheet and takes some sort of lead over to Norway, that'll be a huge bonus for him.
1: Celtic fans, who do you want to see in the starting 11? eleven oh one four one nine five one one oh two five or on Twitter at Clyde SSB? That's exactly what Ian Greenock has done. Good evening, Ian Ian.
0: How are you doing, Andrew? How are you doing, Derek? Fine Ian. Hi, Derek. How are you doing, mate? Yeah, are great. Very great to speak to you, big fella. Ah uh, I am no I'm not very despondent, with this European Set up uh, the, four, no, the four qualifiers Now, if you look at the teams last night, Derek uh, uh, Played last night uh, Dynamo Zagreb Hammered Harpool, Bersheva 5-0 yeah. <coughs> Red Star, Bulgrade 1-3-0 Kluge All second round ties
5: Sure
0: Ajax and I uh, Europa League I, I'm, I'm on here to defend Scottish teams here But all having to play four qualifiers yeah. Which is ludicrous
2: I, again, as as we all know, Ian, it's all about money.
0: You know, all all, exactly, all, Derek. all all all
2: the bigger countries get four teams in it. You know, we don't. We have to really struggle. You're right. Four games to try and get in there with the big boys. It's a scandal, but unfortunately, that's what it is all about. When when UEFA are there, it's all about getting as much money as they can. That means it's all the big teams are giving them a better chance, and unfortunately for the so called smaller nations, you know, they, they're having to work their socks off even to try and get into the first round.
0: Derek, can I come back? Of course, Absolutely. on you go, on you go in. So, sorry, Andrew. Ronnie, that's fine. Look, go. At, look at look at Ajax. Ajax is won a European Cup four or five times or something like that. Mm. Derek, and they're starting a qualifier, tonight.
2: You know that you know the problem very very small country yeah. and, and that's that's a bottom line. Ian. I think you're I, right. I, I don't disagree with anything you're saying. But unfortunately it's ridiculous because you come from a a small country and you're right, Ajax have won at what 3 4 Five Four, times five maybe, times. you know, and they're still having you do that. That's where it is wrong.
1: Ian, what's your thoughts yeah. on tonight's game? The injuries that have, have plagued both attack oh, and defence, is, is it a worry for you tonight? It's a worry,
0: aye, because they're flipped to heart out of the team. I mean, I'm, I'm going to tell you something. Odds oh, Edwards carrying an injury, Derek
2: yeah. and Andrew. Yeah.
0: He's not 100%, and, yeah. He's not 100% fit. No, this is, this is a potential banana skin. For, forget about this game. You've got to go to Athens. In the next round, if you get through this. Yeah. And then yeah. what are going to get up with in the fourth qualifier? Big money tie. Know what I mean?
2: Absolutely, yeah. You're right. And you can't argue but. You know, the, the only good thing is You know exactly what's coming You know, when, before a draw is made You look at the teams and say Listen, this could be a hard It doesn't matter who you draw nowadays You look at some of these teams And you've never heard of them before And you say, well, we should get through this one But that's not the case nowadays You know, there are teams are well organised nowadays Even though you've never heard of them They're still decent size And you still go out and beat them
1: Let's hear a bit more from Brendan Rogers. We were just speaking about the injuries going into the game, but he says he's still going to play with that four at the back system that he's uh, felt comfortable with last season, as well as that. Also glad that Odson Edward is fit and available and able to lead the line this evening.
4: What well, we've been playing for at the back, so there's no uh, there's no change there. I think what we have, we've got flexibility within the squad. We can play different systems, but uh, but yeah, I think. Listen, we'll lose players either through injury or players not being available for whatever reason, but uh but we always have to try and find a way. And the players have been brilliant at that in my time here. So um they're very adaptable, you know, we can play out of different shapes and and like I say, I've got a good squad of players here that uh that uh, will be ready whatever system we decide to play. Yeah, he's been very good um really continuing on from last season really and it was great that the club were able to sign him because he's a he's a big talent. Um and and like I say he's he's a player that can play in a number of positions in, in different systems. So uh you know, he's fast to, to go in behind, he's he's very strong in holding the ball up and he's got a wonderful short game where his touch is good and he, he's got a natural feel for space, you know, he can Find the space like most good players do. So, uh, so yeah. So for twenty years of age, he's, he's a very exciting talent, and we're delighted he's here.
1: Ian, just going back to you for there for a second. There, Odson Edward your thoughts tonight? they're A big night for him. But as Brendan Rogers was saying, you know, he just yep. returned to training on Monday. Is that maybe a worry that not only maybe not one hundred percent fit, but Derek as well? Is that this injury could? maybe flare up even more
2: well that's the problem you know you can get injured yeah, in the first 10 minutes 100. you know what would you do if he does get an injury that's a problem I wonder you know the young lad it's making all the headlines and he's, they're talking about you know sending him out to other clubs maybe to house Mikey Johnson I wonder mm. if there's maybe a wee chance for him not starting the game I'm not saying that but should anything happen to Edward, there, there's not a natural man you can bring in Sinclair yeah you can bring him in from wide and, and put him through the middle even Rogic pushing him further forward or whatever but uh, he's only natural striker You know that Celtic Derek have got
1: Yes on you go in. Derek Yes We
0: question No not we question I'm putting a point across here You are a centre forward Yeah And you are an out and out centre forward You played right through the middle Right Yeah Odds Edward Isn't an out and out centre forward Derek No so You've watched him You've watched him In the old firm games Just in the old firm games He likes to come Other from games. the
2: wide bears I, I, I get, I get the the that Come from the wide On that. both sides I get that
0: No. I heard you saying about Mikey Johnston, right? Throw a boy in. knew you Know the boy I like to see tonight. And he just went through an operation. Tell us. Young Lewis Morgan.
1: Yep, injured.
0: Injured.
2: Is he injured? He's he's injured. injured. Oh, I didn't know that. I didn't know he was injured.
0: Lewis Morgan just went through an operation there. There, he's going to be for in up to six to eight weeks.
2: What a disaster that I mean, I was blowing his trumpet the whole of last season, Lewis Morgan. And, and I always felt he would do a turn for Celtic But that's a, what a huge blow Not only for the, the club itself But for the player You know that's him just starting his Celtic career And and to, to start it like this Is absolutely incredible for him
1: um, that, Thanks to Ian and Green Let's go back to the phone Stuart and Camus Langs Also a Celtic fan Good evening Stuart
6: Hi guys how are we doing?
1: Very well indeed Your thoughts tonight on the game then?
6: Well it's just regarding the back four. Celtic I'm very disappointed to have the they have strengthened it and brought MD in. Mm. Uh, for once, I've got to agree with you, Kevens about Derek Bayata. I'm not a great fan of Biata. Under pressure, I don't think he's a good defender. Even after so, his
1: World Cup performances.
6: Listen, listen. I could have played in that game the way he played it. He wasn't under any pressure whatsoever. You know, I just think Celtic. I mean, we were lucky to get through the Champions League last year. With the back four, we just scraped through no more. And I just think we need two quality defenders. I'm guilty giving him the money to strengthen, or is he just not strengthening? I don't know what's happening. I
2: would like. I would like to think. I mean, Brendan is a big noise at Celtic now. I think, but with what he's brought to that club, I would like to think if he's gone to Peter Lawwell and say, "Look, exactly what you're saying there. We need to strengthen at the back. If we're going to try and get forward and go and match these teams in Europe or put up better performances, we're going to need better players. To do that, I'm going to have to get better than what I've got here. To do that, I'm going to need money. And I would, I would imagine Celtic would give him money if the right player came along at the right price. I think he would get he would get Why the money to buy a player. Well, you not doing it? Well, well, that's down to the manager. That's a question when you get him in press conferences that people should ask Brendan Rodgers. You know, are you trying to bring a defender in or what are your thoughts? I
6: mean, do you think that back four is good enough to get through the Champions
2: League, Barry? I, I think it'll struggle, yeah. I think you're right there. I mean, domestically, they're good enough without a shadow of a doubt. They've proved that yeah. the last few years. With but when, when, when you're, you're right, when you're up against better players, that's when you're tested. And Celtic, have, you know, they've struggled. You know, against the bigger size. Mind you, most teams struggle against the bigger size, but if Celtic want to make a name for themselves and he wants to leave a legacy, and he's always talked about leaving a legacy eventually when he does leave, he's then talking about Europe, then he's going to have to strengthen the centre of that defence.
1: Stuart, Stuart, what would be a good result for you tonight in this game? What would you be coming home happy with?
6: Just, I want, just don't lose a goal. It's as yeah. simple as that, you know. Just don't lose an away goal. That's really important that we don't lose a goal.
4: Yeah, um, absolutely.
6: And they'll keep it
1: very, very tight. But I think we'll just, I think we'll maybe win one or two nothing. All right. Thanks to Stuart and Camus Lang. Give us your thoughts as well. 01419511025. We'll go back to Celtic Park very soon indeed when those team lines drop. Derek, coming in on Twitter as well Lewis on Twitter good game tonight let's hope we win easier than last time just to show how much Celtic have progressed under Rodgers I suppose that <laughs> it will be a marker I suppose because the squad really hasn't changed that much since the, the season last but,
2: but the, the top players at Celtic have got a route you know the major players we're talking about here and, and I think Rosenberg remember last year the majority of their team are still there and they have strengthened a bit, so they know exactly what to do to get a result at Celtic Park. But it's only, it's only twelve months ago that they did that, so you know. But, but they can't be complacent, Norway. Whether the sacking of the manager at the light is going to put anything in their minds as they go out there, only time will tell. But it's not as if they're going there and they don't know what to expect. They know there's going to be a massive crowd. They know there's going to be lots of noise. They know that Celtic are going to come at them. They know all this from last year. And, and they handled that can they handle it this time well we'll certainly know in a couple of hours time
1: I suppose Celtic fans will be going to this game though rather optimistic though to see their pre-season you know they've played very well overcame Alishkirt very easily good yeah. win over Standard Liège so you would imagine the Celtic fans going to the game tonight will also be confident that they can indeed get a result tonight. Yeah,
2: absolutely. I think the manager said that and you heard them there talk about, you know, we need we need speed. You know, that's where we need to move that ball quickly tonight because when you've got a team that's got everybody back behind the ball, the slower you play, the more chance they've got of getting even more players back. So you have to move it quick. And Celtic have looked sharp You know, a lot of the players are looking very sharp, they're scoring goals, so they'll need that tonight, but they've got to keep the back door closed. I think uh, Stuart's 100% correct. No matter what European game you're playing in, if you're at home, you don't want to lose a goal because so many teams are now trying to get that away goal, which is so important these days. So it's important that Celtic keep a clean sheet and if they can take a one or a two goal lead to Norway, and I'm sure the manager will be absolutely delighted.
1: All right. well we will be back after the break with Team News from Celtic Park and our first semi-finalist of the first two semi-finalists of the Five Grand Fan but Derek, not only are we giving away Five Grand Fan on the show for the two contestants we've also decided just give away five grand to anyone as well but when you say anyone it could be me I was just about to say there is a but there is no questions to answer all you have to do is text the word yes to 61025 we could be calling you during Friday night show myself and Hugh Kevens, on the live final to give you an extra £5,000 in your bank account to enter you need a G M L P A KA or FK In your postcode Lines will close At 5pm On Friday Texts cost £2 To enter And for all the Terms and conditions an online entry Go to Clyde1.com That is yes To 61025 For £5,000 Listen, £5, listen For
2: five grand, You can buy a lens Out of Shug's glasses There you are That's <laughs> how popular he
1: is We will be back After the break Team news from Celtic Park And discussing Rangers As they touch down In Croatia Don't go anywhere Back after the travel With Amber
0: The Clyde One Super Scoreboard Five Grand Fan With Ladbrokes.com Download the app And have a bookie in your back pocket Please gamble responsibly
1: Derek Johnston Back with me Ronnie Charters For the second part of tonight's Clyde One Super Scoreboard's Five Grand Fan When that Celtic team lines drop We will give them to you first With Andrew McLean very soon But just looking at Rosenberg, uh, DJ and looking mm-hmm. at them it's been a very turbulent week for the Norwegian champions to say the least after they sacked their manager and replaced him with academy coach Remy Coolin. we were speaking to the Cullen last night he says he had to unite his players this week after what yeah. has been a difficult time in charge and says he hopes his players will rise to the occasion on the big stage at Celtic Park let's hear what he had to say
7: It was last Monday I guess it was Monday at least uh, three days before, after the, before we start training the decision was made by the club to, uh, to change coach and the question was the, if I can step in and help the club work with the players to work to the coming game and I said mm-hmm. yes to that and I think we took all the time we had the last three days uh, to work to prepare ourselves as good as possible and I'm sure now that we are very very well prepared so yes I took the time that was necessary and that was enough to, uh, to be ready tomorrow
8: well, Celtic are missing some defenders uh, a lot key defenders and Musa Dembele as well is this
7: an advantage for you? Uh, yes or no, With otherwise people come in, they get chances as well. It's hard to say uh, um, if that is an advantage, yes or no. So, uh, I know they are in the pre-season, they, are, they have some troubles left and right, um, You know, like players in and
1: out and some injuries, but tomorrow we will start 11 against 11. Derek, it was a strange, well, strange when the news came through that Carl and Gabrixton has gone. What a week for Rennie Cullen to come into as well. The first game at Celtic Park in the Champions League as well.
2: You know, it's strange. I'm sure I've heard this before when a manager gets a sack and a youth coach takes over. I can't remember <laughs> exactly when this happened. <laughs>
1: the youth coach takes over until the end of the season. But, but that, I mean,
2: it's a strange one. I mean, we don't know how the players are thinking. You know, if, if they like the manager that much, you know they'll be sad about it, but they've got to be professional as well. They're professional footballers, they want to play at the highest stage. To do that, they're going to have to try and get a result against Celtic home and away. So that should spur them on rather than thinking the manager in their head all the time, thinking themselves and the club, you know, getting to the big stage. And they've got to be very professional tomorrow night.
1: Let's look toward Rangers then In their trip to Croatia. They touched down. Uh, not too long ago. The chairman Dave King was speaking yesterday and he said he expects Rangers to push Celtic a lot closer next season with Stephen Gerrard at the helm. The I Brooks chairman says the club are looking to make two more signings and believe Rangers are in a better place to mount a challenge. This is what he had to say. Winning is what this club is all about, but you've got to be able to compete for the league. Rangers very often in prior years were. Maybe the best team in Scotland But didn't always win the league The fact Celtic have still got an established squad And they still have access to Champions League money Gives it a clear player and financial advantage But having said that I think with some of the changes we have made We could be competitive this season I th-
2: Well I, I do agree with that And I think Rangers do have a better squad Than they did last season And at the end of the day They finished, what was it? 12 points 12 behind points Celtic In and, and the it's season, season before What was it? 38, 39 or whatever it was so they are getting better and uh, you would suggest that Rangers certainly defensively I've got a far better side Look a lot more solid And remember They scored the most goals In the league last season Rangers But the, the goals At the loss at the back Were horrendous If they can cut that out Then of course They're going to challenge You would like to think They're going to challenge better Because if you've got A better squad And a better team You would like to think You're going to give them A, a you know a better run for their money Never mind Celtic You've got to give Aberdeen A run for their money You've got to give Hibs A run for their money I mean there's Plenty of teams there That have strengthened you know, in the summer and they and they they'll be feeling that they can, you know, go up there and try and finish second before because for the majority of these teams, they know they're not going to surpass Celtic. You know, they've got to go there and if they finish second, that would be a huge bonus. But Rangers and knowing what Rangers are and and, and all their, their history, you know, they'll want to be they, second's no use. We keep saying that in Glasgow. So they've got to try and challenge. I'm not going to sit here and say Rangers are going to win the league. He's right. Celtic have got the established side there, and if if they need to bring in better players, better quality, they will do that. It's up to Rangers, Aberdeen, Hibs, and Hearts, you know, to really mount a challenge to Celtic, put pressure on them when these teams play against them. And I think Rangers have got players now where they can do that. The the the, the latest two, Koulibaly Kula Bali and Sadiq, have come in. You know, big reputations, but there's been other players with big reputations come in as well. You've got to do it. Everybody thinks, go up to Scotland, it's easy. It's only, you know, the Scottish League, surely we can go there and play. A lot of players have come in and thought that and, all, and been out the door within a year because it's too quick for them, it's too hard for them, you know, and, and too physical for them. So you've got to get over that and if you get over that and you can play the way you want to play... Then you're going to give Celtic a challenge And I thoroughly expect I'm optimistic That Rangers can challenge Both Aberdeen and Celtic
1: On the tie tomorrow night We know that Umar Sadiq Unfortunately hasn't travelled with a squad Due to fitness Stephen Gerrard saying today That he wants to keep him in Ockenhow With the fitness coaches To get him up to speed Lasana Kulabai and Ryan Kent Both available Your thoughts on this game A tough game going to Croatia A bit of an unknown what would you like to see taking back to Ibrox? What does Gerard need to do in this game?
2: Well, they've played three games so far we've watched, you know, and 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 they've been pretty solid at the back. You know, they've scored eight goals, they haven't lost a goal yet. And this, this is including Bury as well as as the two European games. But they need to do more up front. I think the manager knows that. That's why he's brought, you know, that the players in. And uh, Ryan, I mean we, we don't know much about them and, and we're fed up looking at players that have come in and they've got a great reputation in their own country or where they've come from. But when you're in Scotland, you can only be judged by what they do here. And certainly with the strength of them. Koulibaly wouldn't surprise me if he played there because he is a solid player with a bit of pace that can tackle and pass the ball. That's something that Rangers will need, certainly tomorrow night. They'll need somebody in there to try and dictate the game. They haven't had that for a long, long time, you know, Rangers. So he's oh, maybe got a chance of starting the game. But I think Rangers have got to go there. And, and as Stuart said uh, a while ago, Teams nowadays have to score away from home. If Rangers can get a goal away from home, whether it's a score draw or whatever, I think they would be absolutely delighted with that
1: team use in at Celtic Park let's cross live back to Andrew McLean yes well we've got the Celtic team so far and it is a
3: 4-2-3-1 for them two changes from that game last week Jozo Simunovic and Musa Dembele drop out, in comes Scott Sinclair and Christian Gamboa so it is Craig Gordon that starts in goal a back four of Christian Gamboa, Jack Hendry Christopher Ayer and Kieran Tierney Scott Brown and Olivier and Cham are the two holding midfielders with James Forrest, Cal McGregor and Scott Sinclair in behind Moussa Dembele, as for the sub substitutes, Bain, Christie, Rogic, Alan, Ralston, Johnston and Kouassi were still waiting on the Rosenberg side.
1: Thank you to Andrew McLean. So Derek Johnson, he did go with four at the back. Austin yeah. Edwards starts. Christian Gamboa in at right back, just coming back from the World Cup and Scott Sinclair as well. Your thoughts on that Celtic team? Yeah,
2: well Scott Sinclair, is, you know, he, he was in and out of the side last season. He'll want to start well and, and it was interesting listening to Brendan Rodgers a couple of days ago saying that, you know, Sinclair's looking really good the way he was a couple of seasons ago. He's, he hopes he gets back to that sort of form. Well, he's got a chance here tonight to do it. I mean, it's, they're still very much solid going forward. I mean, you look at the likes of In gets uh, gets himself going forward. Forrest will definitely get in and about the goal. He'll be he got the winner, didn't he, in the yep. two games last season? McGregor can score. He's 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 some. He's on form. You know, since last season Sinclair will come in you, you don't know what you're going to get from Sinclair But he's got that magic in him You know, if you need that that goal Or, or somebody to set up a chance He's there And Edward, we've never really seen him as, as Stuart said as well Play through the middle Normally comes from the wide bear Or just off the striker Well, he's up there on his own Because he has to be up there on his own There's nobody else So, it looks pretty solid The back four, Gamboa We don't know how he's going to play It's that long since he's yep. played for Celtic But, you know, he's got he's got. They've got a soft Solid back four. And that's the important thing for Brendan Rodgers tonight. Let's not lose a goal. That's as simple as that.
1: All right. Well, Derek, it is the five grand fan. Let's go. It's semi-final time. The Clyde One Super Scoreboard
0: Five Grand Fan.
1: And our two contestants, the two semi-finalists, first of all, the highest seed is Kevin McWard. Good evening, Kevin. How are you? Good
3: evening. Doing well, thanks.
1: Very well done to getting through to the semi finals. How are you feeling ahead of this one? Feel good. Yeah,
3: yeah, look forward to
1: it. Have you done your homework?
3: Well, i done a wee bit last night, but I,
1: I don't think it helped with what I've done.
2: So <laughs> <laughs> I, I only helps just if we ask you me. the question you looked at.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. And you are up against Conley Boyle from Govan Hill. Good evening, Conley. Hi, how you doing? Have you been brushing up on your sporting general knowledge <laughs> ahead of this eh, no. one? It's five grand at stake, Godley. Come on now. So, gentlemen, let's run you through the rules. You'll know them by now because it's exactly the same as what it was in the quarterfinals. It's a penalty shootout style system. Five questions apiece. We'll go back and forth. If it's a tie, we have a closest to question for the tiebreaker. Kevin McWard answered the closest to question to go to the uh, to get through. So you are the highest seed. So Kevin, would you like to go first or second?
7: I'd like to
1: go second please Kevin will go second So Conley will go first Let's just set this up So Conley Are you ready for your first question? Yes Okay All all the best lads It's a 10 second short clock As soon as I ask the question So Conley Up first Here we go Which country Hosted the 1962
4: World Cup? Chile
1: Correct Well done done To Conley Question for you now Kevin Which country Hosted the 1958 World Cup? Sweden Sweden Again Another correct answer What a start Derek Johnson Well done lads. Well done Okay second round of questions This one to you Conley Which Scottish Premiership side Were sponsored by Save the Children On their shirts Last season
6: Uh, Hark
1: Two out of two for Connolly. Well done, it is. Hearts, Alan um, Storer Cars sponsored which Premiership team shots last season, Kevin? Uh,
0: Quite late. Kilmarnock.
1: He said Kilmarnock. That is the first incorrect answer. It was St Johnston, unfortunately. So it's 2-1 to Connolly. Connolly, your next question then, if you are ready. Who was the men's singles number one seed? At Wimbledon? Roger Federer. Roger Federer is the correct answer. (laughs) Conley, well done. Okay then, Kevin, back to you. Who was the men's singles number two seed at Wimbledon?
3: Rafa Nadal.
1: Rafa Nadal is the correct answer. And it stays. Conley, one ahead with 3-2. Okay, the fourth set of questions. Conley, starting with you. Your question is this. Which South African won the Open Golf Championship in 2002... In 2012
6: oh, uh, Ernie Els
1: Ernie Els is the correct answer <laughs> Four out of four so far for Conley So Kevin You must get this answer correct To remain yeah. in the competition Your question is this Which Aussie won the Open Golf Championship In 1986 And 1993 Nick Norman Degnomen is the correct well answer. Done. Well done answer. to Kevin. This is a great heat. Okay, so as it stands, it is 4 <laughs> 3 to Conley. Conley, if you get this answer correct, you move to our live final on Friday. Are you ready for your final question, Conley? Uh, yeah. Your final question is this Which country is currently men's Olympic football champions? Brazil. Brazil is the correct answer well done to Conley 5 out of 5 so far for Conley well done Kevin unfortunately you've got 3 so even if you got the last one correct it wouldn't have made a difference it is Conley Boyle from Govan Hill who goes through Conley just tell us how you're feeling you'll be joining Hugh and I live on the show on Friday yeah. you excited? <laughs> Oh definitely yeah Okay bring your best shirt and tie Because Hugh has the best of talent And the best of expectancy as well So Conley Very well done indeed Kevin McWard from Newton Unfortunately Not your uh, Not your sort of place to be Unfortunately But it is Conley Boyle Who goes through Well done to Conley Derek, that was tense, and what a thriller that was!
2: Well done, both of you, and well done, Conley for five out of five. Fantastic, very high. Listen, you've got to be favourite. Just listen them they are very, very good answers.
1: So there's go, Conley Boyle is Derek Johnson's tip for the five thousand pound. He will join us in the studio for the live final on Friday. We'll have our other semi-final tomorrow night. Me and the dazzler, Derek. Um, on you go, Derek. Sorry. And
2: commiserations to Kevin as well. Of course, of Kevin. He got all the way to, the, well to the
1: semi-finals and just missed out four three at five three. I say in a thriller OK we'll be back after the break Aberdeen and Hibbs also in action Aberdeen made two new signings and Neil Lennon gave us an update on John McGinn that after the travel with Amber
0: The Clyde One Super Scoreboard 5 grand fan with Ladbrokes.com Bet and play and pull a result out of the bag Please gamble responsibly
1: When you... Derek Johnston with me Ronnie Charters for the final part of tonight's Clyde One Super Scoreboards five grand fans just to run you through that Celtic team very quickly again Gordon in goal a back four of Gamboa Henry, Ayer and Tierney Browning and Cham the two holding midfielders with McGregor, Forrest and Sinclair in behind Odson, Edward, the subs Bain, Christie, Rogic Allen, Ralston Johnston and Kowasi let's go back to Celtic Park because Andrew McLean can give us the Rosenberg team Yes, they make
3: no changes from their last outing in the Champions League. It's a 4-3-3 for them. Andre Hansen in goal. Vegar Heddenstead at right-back. Tori Reganussen, Evan Hovland and Berger Melig make up the back four. Anders Tronston, Mike Jensen and Marius Lundemo are the midfield three with Jonathan Levi and pal Andre Helland, either side of Nicholas Bentner.
1: Thank you to Andrew McLean. Let's go to the phone lines. John is a Celtic fan in Linwood. Good evening, John.
5: Hi, Ronnie, and... Uh, Derek, how you doing? point tonight. John. Point about Celtic and a point about Rangers. Obviously, Celtic tonight. It, it's already been said on the show. It's very important that there's no uh, goal goal scored against us. Um, keep it tight, and uh, hopefully, we'll get two or three against them. Obviously, there's a wee bit of you new. Know, There's a new manager there. Uh, We'll see how that goes on. Mm -hmm. To my point to Derek uh, about Rangers, Derek, I'm not on to give a kick at uh, Stephen Gerrard tonight, but uh, when you come on the show at the start, you know, it's important about the coefficient, and it really is. You're you're definitely right there. Uh, At one time, Celtic and Rangers just went straight through. Uh, With with Celtic last season... uh, the league got three hundred thousand pound office. Yeah. Uh with Rangers hopefully they'll improve. Uh you know, if Celtic Rangers in a perfect world could get into the Champions League, which is so difficult with the amount of games that we have to play nowadays, uh, yeah. The amount of money that would be spread about our league would be tremendous and help us. But uh my main point, Derek, is uh suicide football. When I say that I mean with Gerard, uh I don't know what you think. You were a manager at one time, Derek. I I think, you know, one window in spending 10 players, you know, getting 10 players in, even though Rangers needed it. I think a manager who has experience would uh, basically use other windows to gradually improve a team. I don't know how you feel about that, Derek. Do you think it's a wee bit foolish Th- way, th- in one window, I, th- I think so many players,
2: yeah. I know a, what you're saying, John. Time, I know man. what you're saying, but I think you, an- you answered your own question. I think Rangers had to buy players because what they had wasn't good enough. They finished third last year, you know. And, and obviously, he's come in before he's come in, he's looked at a lot of games and he's looked at weaknesses all over the pitch, and, and he's looked at and he needs everything, he needs defenders, he needs midfield players, and he needs strikers, he needs wide men. You know, you knew that, and that's why he's had to go out and buy that. And I'm in no doubt whatsoever, by all accounts, there's there's another two coming in. Dave King said that just a couple of days ago. Who they are, we don't know. But I would I would like to think if Rangers are, are going okay this season, then there may well be somebody else coming in in, in December, January you know, if needed, if it's not working for him. And I think he'll do the same the following season as well. If it's not right, then he will bring better players in because that's the only way teams are going to get at Celtic. You have to get better players in because what all the rest of the teams have got is not good enough at this moment in time. Simply because Celtic are running away with it. So everybody has to get better players in. And I think what he has done, he has get better players in, but only time will tell whether they're better players. On paper... They're a better squad. They've now got to go out and show that they're a better squad.
1: Thank you to John and Linwood. Let's look towards the other European qualifiers this week. Then Aberdeen are in action against Burnley tomorrow night. We were supposed to hear from Sean Dyche as well as Derek McInnes, but Burnley are still in England. Their flight has been delayed by over four hours, so not from the best mind. Not the best preparation for um, Sean Dyche's side. But Aberdeen made two new signings to their squad today. Thomas Cherney and Tommy Hoban become their two new recruits at but Todd was a free agent after leaving Partick Thistle following their relegation from the Championship last season. Hobans joined on a season-long loan from Watford and Derek McInnes says he was very pleased to get them in in time for them to play tomorrow night.
8: Yeah, delighted to get both lads in because we all know the difficulties of getting players um, signed and over the line, to be honest. I think uh, Thomas Cherney, first of all, was one that we, um, we reacted to a situation where, where a young keeper who was we're back up, um, got injured in a, a game through the week. and uh, But we're always looking to try and bridge that gap between Joe Lewis and my younger one anyway. Um, but I was accelerated with the injury. You know, it's, it was part of the process and allowing Danny Rogers to go out and get games at St Mirren. Um, we w- wanted to try and get the benefit of Danny going and getting that experience. So we were a wee- it was one that we were... a gap that we were looking to fill. And thankfully with my say um, do that um pretty quickly and swiftly and delighted to get Thomas in cuz he's a good experience for a goalkeeper um and that will be difficult from obviously the, the level of goalkeeper we have with Joel Lewis but he certainly gives me um and will give the team that extra bit of comfort with the experience. Uh Tommy Holbin is one that we're delighted to get in. Um, he's, it's he's a position we've been keen to to add to um he is a boy that we we feel we know a lot of, and I'm very confident he'll do very well. Um, we were keen to get him, and looked likely to have got him in at the back end of last week, and it looked as if it was dead over the weekend. But thankfully, to a phone call, was resurrected yesterday, and you know I thank Watford for um, their understanding and, and allowing Tommy to go out. So Derek, two new pillars in, but. Th- I like think the bigger draw is this Burnley tie and
1: I've, I've got very quick maths Burnley, five hours delay they could have drove up to Aberdeen at that point and saved themselves a few quid on a flight but No, they'd rather the be sitting in
2: <laughs> an the airport and fly up there in an hour that'll the, be fine
1: The, be the fine. game itself though what, what's your thoughts on that one?
2: Well I was well impressed with Burnley last year to finish seventh in that league was phenomenal I've been looking at their scores you know, so far this season I know it's only pre-season and they're trying to get their fitness and their sharpness I appreciate that but they haven't had great results this is a good time for Aberdeen to meet Burnley because Aberdeen have scored goals They've looked quite fresh You know and, and and they're at home I think this is Aberdeen's best chance Of getting Burnley at this time Because Burnley don't look as sharp Certainly as, as they were last season So You know and, and They've lost a few good players You know The McLeans and everybody else Rooney's you know that they've lost two or three of the players that did really well for them last year. So it's imperative that Derek brought in new players. And to be fair to him, the ones that he's brought up from down south in the last couple of seasons have really done a turn for them. You know they've been excellent in our division. So. mean, we all know Thomas Cherney, but we don't know Tommy Hoban. But what we do know is is Mark Reynolds is out for a while. He got a bad
1: injury there as well. Undergone surgery today, so that's a a blow as well. That's a
2: huge blow for them. you know. So he needs to bring in, whether it's on loan or not, doesn't matter as long as they they do a turn. But there's every chance Aberdeen can get a result here and they will need a result going down there next week.
1: And Hibs as well. Tomorrow night they face Greek side Asteras, Tripolis, John McGinn still in the squad very much as Neil Lennon yeah. said today yeah. he will play he will feature until A club meets their, their asking price yeah. and again it's they're at home as well looking to use that advantage against a Greek side who they've played in Europe the last three consecutive seasons they know what to do so yeah. this will be another tough oh, game yeah. for another Scottish yeah. side
2: I think it's, it's the toughest game for Hibs this, so far this pre-season that is for sure the, the one was it 6-1 at home and what was it five, four, four six, four away, from six him, yeah. away from him So you know they're still tending to lose too many goals. But when you're scoring more, then that'll do them nicely. But you know they've lost Dylan McGee, they have lost, lost Scott Allen. You know, but they've still got John McGin there. For me, he's the main man that dictates play. And well done to him. He, he could have, you know, stamping his feet on the ground. I want to go to Celtic. But he, no, he's got a year left in his contract. And he's quite happy staying at Hibs. Unless Celtic come up with the money that Hibs are looking for, then he will stay there. But that's a bonus, him still being there. Because had they lost him, that's the whole of the midfield gone for Hibs. The real strength of that team last season. But you would expect him to play well. I think that they're looking sharp at this moment in time, Hibs. And I would expect them to take some sort of lead.
1: Just on the overview of all Scottish clubs in Europe, now, do you see an improvement from previous years as, as a collective? are we all improving at the moment or, or is it what wo- it was it was before well know, well hadn't, I mean,
2: the last few years has been atrocious from everybody you know Celtics kept it going you know with, with the Champions League getting to the group stages, but nobody else has really been doing it. And, you know, hopefully this season it could change because we need the coefficient, as we suggested earlier. We're going to have to get more of them. But if we want to be favourites in the draws for these European ties, then we're going to start to, better start to win games and fairly quickly. But, and there's a great chance for all three clubs in the, in the Europa League to get to the next round, which would be a huge bonus because we haven't done that for a long while.
1: All right, well, that is it. Thank you to Derek Johnston for joining me, Ronnie Charters, on tonight. Clyde One Super Scoreboards, five grand fan. Conley Boyle, well done to yourself, the semi finalist winner. Unlucky to Kevin. uh, but it's Conley who will be joining us for the live final on Friday we will have our other semi-final tomorrow night I'll be joined by Gordon DL as well as that all the reaction to Celtic's game against Rosenberg tonight and preview of Rangers Aberdeen and Hib's big night in Europe don't go anywhere though Callum Gallagher is up next with the five biggest hits of the day after the latest news headlines with Vicky The Clyde One Super Scoreboard
0: Five Grand Fan with Ladbrokes.com It's not over till it's over so bet in Play no. Please gamble responsibly.